Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I have to tell you, I sincerely enjoyed that conversation with Denise Bowman. Uh, what she's done with her Creative Elements Productions and the work that she's doing now and doing uh, production and other marketing services. It's inspiring to talk to young entrepreneurs that, in her case, in her 30s, just swinging away, building this incredible competitive advantage in the area where she wants to, to be the best. And it's great to see her company evolving. And it's great to hear her talk about what she learned during COVID and the need to diversify and the need to be, um, I don't know, bring ingenuity to the table so that she can survive financially during some very difficult times. It's just inspiring to see that. And I'm honored to have the opportunity to share entrepreneurial stories like Denise's on Coastview. Just so cool. Okay. So anyway, now we're going to shift gear and move over to someone who I used to know really well back in my early days at the Sun-Herald. And I'm really thrilled to have him on Coast View to talk about some incredible community work that he's up to these days. But it's the Reverend John Whitfield. How are you doing, John? It's good to see you, my friend. Doing well, Ricky. God bless you. And thank you for the invite to come on to your show. It's great to see you. So you're are you sitting in a truck or a car? What are you, where are you right now? I just walked out of a meeting at the city of Gulfport with about 15 other nonprofits so that I can do this interview. Uh, we meet once every two weeks. We're trying to look at developing a collaborative that would start in Gulfport but transition the entire coast. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I have talked about on this show so many times, and it takes it, it has so many different complexions to it, and that's the discussion of workforce training in general. And and I, what I, the, here's kind of the, the context I usually use, and I, I look forward to getting very specific about your nonprofit effort, Climb CDC, and we'll come back to that here in just a second. But it's the point that uh, if you look at if you look at certain areas of community college work that's happening here in coastal Mississippi or really across Mississippi, what you find is that when you compare some of the work that we're doing to work that's going on all over the nation, we actually lead the nation in so many different areas when it comes to the community college work. And what people don't generally understand is that not only are they doing well on the, on the sort of traditional college educational side where people might get a two-year university or going to get a four-year university, but they also have just as many people going through the community college that are involved in workforce training. And you look at what, uh, what, um, what they do, especially Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College does, to connect with the local business community, they call them partners, like, for example, Ingalls and others, to bring to the table that, that in some cases – uh, you can go. You can co make more money coming out of these programs, and in some cases, very significant amount of money coming out of these programs than you can if you choose to go to a four-year university. Not to say that that's still not the route for some students, but it's not the route for every student. And so I think what's and then when you look at the legislature and what they're talking about, and you think about the business community and what they're talking about, and you think about the post-COVID world, not not that we're 
past completely the pandemic. But the notion of workforce training is one of the and and the job availability here in coastal Mississippi and across the state is uh, is very very significant. And I think it's what's interesting is you've done so much volunteer work. You've been involved in the community in so many different ways. It's interesting that you kind of zero in on workforce training. Why is that so important to you? Workforce training is, is important because it really works toward giving the individuals who are participating in the different programs that we offer an opportunity to become their own person to receive an education if they did not finish the high school degree, to receive some job readiness skills. A lot of our young people today, our young adults, they haven't been reared in, in with the mindset of this is what you need to do to prepare to enter the workforce. Everybody is not cut out to go to a four-year college. Everybody's not cut out for college. Having the opportunity to learn with your hands, to learn in a setting outside of the classroom has proven to be exceptionally engaging and very productive and as well cost-effective. So what we like to do, I, I mean, one of my best success stories, we had a young lady who came in she suffered with Asperger's syndrome. She was very high functioning on the autism spectrum. And she was very withdrawn, reserved, would not engage, would not look you in the eye. By the time she left our program, and this is a young lady, one of our school systems said was incorrigible. She received her high school diploma. She received several job certifications. She graduated from our program and she is now working in a private job providing for herself, and she just got her own apartment. Those success stories are just tremendous. And when we look at a lot of what we see negative that is going on with young people, we try to provide them with an alternative. I love your opening. The Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College system, the junior college system, does tremendous work, and we supplement what they do. For the population that we work with in general at CLIMB CDC is a population that may not be comfortable there. So together, we provide workforce training across the board for virtually anybody who is interested. I love it. So if you were to describe to someone this this organization's nonprofit called Climb CDC, if you had just a you know a short elevator ride with them and, and someone <laughs> said, Well, Reverend Reverend Whitfield, tell me about Climb CDC. What how do you describe it? Climb CDC is a workforce training institute that serves to provide training in the area of culinary arts, customer service, construction, environmental stewardship, and medical assistance. Not only do we provide the training, but we also provide the transition into a work experience with the expectation that at the end of that experience, there will be long-lasting employment. We also assist with housing young adults, those who are 16 to 24 years of age who are homeless. And homelessness doesn't necessarily have to mean without a place to stay, but those who are couch hopping. We provide them with food, clothing. We pay rental assistance up to two years. We, we will provide them with mental health care, health care, child care. We have a drop-in center at Climb CDC where young people who may just need a safe place to come and sit can come in and sit for the day and we don't ask any questions. 
They can come in, recharge their phones, talk to a counselor about a job, about their issues that they have going on, and we provide them with a good healthy snack while they're waiting. Climb CDC is many things to many people, but most importantly, the nuts and bolts of Climb is that it is a workforce training institute that inspire individuals to self-reliance. Wow, you you've had to say that before, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's really cool. We're going to get into actually some of the programs here in just a second, but but I'm impressed with you've got some great partners that have that have sort of uh, yes. gone on you going on this journey with you. Can, give me a sense of who some of those partners are. Oh, 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 one of our chief partners is uh, Hancock Whitney Bank. Hancock Whitney supports us in so many ways. Not only do they support our traditional programming, but they have opened up doors for us to reach out to those who are outside of the young adult age range. Uh, Molino Healthcare, a healthcare company out of Jackson, they too, just like Hancock Whitney, they have sponsored uh, several of our medical assistance classes. They sponsor our GED program. I, I say GED, our high school diploma program. We transition from the GED program to high school diploma. The city of Gulfport is a huge sponsor. We are very big on the public-private collaboration. The city of Gulfport provides us with uh, training opportunities for our youth, Harrison County Board of Supervisors. We have an agree a standing agreement with the Board of Supervisors to help with construction throughout the county system. Uh, we, we have so many wonderful partners, it, it is amazing. The Gulfport School District, uh, when I learned that Gulfport was discontinuing education services in the old Gaston Point Elementary School, I reached out to Dr. Glenn East we worked out a deal to where climb has taken over the majority of that school and we have turned it into a workforce readiness college not only is climb situated there but the gulfport school district operates a a ship fitting and welding class out of there a, an emt class out of the same school and we also have a lineman class that is operated by mississippi power the southern company it is important that we partner public and private entities for the single goal of trying to further the opportunities for our young people. Okay, so look, when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with John Whitfield. He is um, he is uh, runs a nonprofit involved in a nonprofit called Climb CDC, which is Climb Community Development. Uh, they do their workforce training institute. There are a lot of different programs that are involved in, in for kids 16 to 24. And I want to kind of kind of dive in a little bit to what some of these programs are all about, so you can learn a little bit more about what they're doing. So when we get back, we'll continue with the final segment uh, with Reverend John Whitfield. See you after this break.
Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're visiting with my old friend, Reverend John Whitfield. We uh, know each other from back in the early Sun-Herald days. And, you know, it's interesting when I read your bio, you it had in here that you have a passion for youth and the Word of God and that uh, your compassion and love for God and His people is visible in, in His daily life as well as His ministry. And what I sense about you, John, is a calmness. A, 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 a calmness that is so, that is that is buoyed by a real enthusiasm for what you're doing. Like, for example, when you told the story of the young woman that was that was helped by the program, you probably have all these stories. And that's what used to matter to me when I was involved in a nonprofit effort. I wanted to go get to know the people who were involved in the effort so I could see right. their eyes. That's why, like, when I have conversations with my friend Laurie Jackson, who's a missionary in Ukraine, it's great to be able to connect with her using video so I can see her and her passion for what she's doing and the people that she's surrounded by. It, there's something contagious about that when you see someone who believes so deeply in their heart and soul that what they're doing is going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. It is making a difference. And that's what the nonprofit organization you're involved in, uh, CLIMB CDC, is doing through its Workforce Training Pro Institute. Uh, but that's fair, right? I mean, I sense, I sense a calmness coming from you. Absolutely. Well, we, we feel very confident about what we do, and we have a lot of hope for our young people. And if we can help one person, then it, all of the efforts have been worthwhile. Yeah, I think you've, you've put together a great group of partners, and I appreciate you sharing those with me uh, before we went to break. Okay, so for Climb CDC to work, though, it's not just a one-size-fits-all, here, here, here's what we're going to do, and it's done. As you pointed out, even even to the extent that kids might just come by, drop, drop by, uh, they can come by and, and recharge your batteries, recharge your phone, maybe get a snack, no questions asked. It seems to me that you're finding so many different ways to be able to connect with the community, but there are a bunch of different programs. So, for example, the Youth Build program. Tell me about that one. The Youth Build program is a Department of Labor-sponsored program. It's a $1.5 million grant over the next three years that we have been operating for two years thus far. The Youth Build program provides training in the areas of customer service, culinary construction, uh, Environmental stewardship, which is so important to me, maintaining the outside, the outdoors, conserving our environment, keeping the pristine river streams that we have around here, and also medical assistance. We're in the process of expanding those programs to include information technology. We want our young people to be able to program, to create uh, apps and things of that nature. But the the, the Youth Build program is our uh, mainstay program. It's one that really helps a lot of individuals. Over the past two years, we have had a total of 86 individuals to enroll in that program. Yeah. So what what's cool about what you do, and I've seen it in, in programs similar to this, is that here this kid comes into the program 
And if he, uh, the bottom line is, if he doesn't come into the program, his surroundings currently are probably not going to lead him in the best direction. But what by by him by this, we could be a, a young girl or young boy who comes into this program, and you immediately see in them, holy mackerel, this kid has enormous potential. Holy mackerel. And you begin to sort of assess what you're dealing with. I bet there are times when you're going through that process, you go, man, this is going to be an amazing thing to watch. How often do you feel that way? Ricky, all the time, every time we have a new class or even a new individual join us, we, we the first thing we do is we meet with them and we assess them where they are. And we want to know what it is that they would like to do. We don't just force them into a program. We let them choose. We make suggestions based upon our, our assessment of them. But we help them with the little things first. We help them with the high school diploma. We help them to learn how to manage a budget, to learn financial management. We help them in good selections when they go to the grocery store and how they eat because we try to build a, a well-rounded individual and when they leave they know they can call upon us at any time it, it is very rewarding we had one young man who came in very quiet and shy and we give incentives uh, the youth bill program just for showing up and participating will pay our uh, a stipend of $75 every two weeks well you also get paid for getting your high school diploma for getting certain job certifications one young man last August received a check in excess of $3,800 and it, it's amazing he's working now over in Louisiana he has his high school diploma he is doing exceptionally well and he is just so proud of himself and he should be because he did the work we just opened the door yeah isn't that, isn't that cool though it's <laughs> about it's all about unlocking potential and you know, everyone everyone's going to sort of take their own path there i mean i look back at my career and you know i was a paramedic at one point and was in pre-med and wanted to go to medical school and who knows i ended up doing an internship at the sun herald when i should switch my get degree to business and the rest is history we don't know what our past are going to be some of these kids that go through right. that program may end up being governor of the state of mississippi someday you just never know do you you never know. And it takes opportunities like this for people to discover what their true calling is. Yeah. Listen, we're out of time, uh, Reverend John Whitfield, but it has been a pleasure to reconnect with you. We will come together again, and uh, we'll leave it to you to let me know when there's something you want to talk about. You might want to bring a couple of your success stories into the conversation at some point and, and showcase them as well. But until then, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Look forward to it, Ricky. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you too, my friend. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.